June 13 morning. Okay. How are you doing? Good. Okay. I haven't thought about it at all. So one night I was crazy and the next night I didn't think about it. So there's no, no rhyme or reason in this head of me. I guess. <laughs> well, just shows, you know, that thoughts are kind of insignificant, you know? They're just come and go. And the thing is, you know, don't take them too seriously. Really. Yeah. They you just come and go. Whatever world you want. They will. That's what they do. The world is created out of thought. <coughs> it's totally concepts believed to be true. The whole thing is thought. Whole thing. Trees, trucks, the whole lot. No trucks. <laughs> yeah. Everything. It, it 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 arises from a concept. Everything. <laughs> So if um, you said something to me about about my niece or something, so do you understand that she's really not broken? That yes. she's, I think you were saying she's just a projection of yourself, or my sister. She is uh, kind of opposite to me, and we have trouble with each other. Oh, yeah. But isn't that um, terribly self-centered to think what's around me is just a projection, that I'm projecting it out, like who's in charge? We're all seeing the trees. You know, like why are we all seeing the same thing if it's just a projection of our... You think we're seeing it in exactly the same way? The exact same shades? You think it has the same impact on everybody? Some people like trees, some people don't like trees, some people want them pruned, some people want them wild. You know the way, like, you can say, no, that's green, and somebody else says, uh-uh, it's blue, and somebody else says, no, actually, it's closer to turquoise. Mm-hmm. And really, there's a, there's kind of a, we've developed society in that we have a loose agreement about how things work, because everybody's perception is slightly different. So we've built in what we call normal, so that normal education is taken care of. Do you know? Excessively bright with a slight learning disability, you're not normal. So the normal trees, it, it, we've, we've developed this kind of um, unspoken agreement in, in, in order to have commonalities, to be able to live together. But the trees are still there. Are they? If you take ayahuasca, they mightn't. <laughs> if you took LSD, if you take something, they, oh. they might start walking around the place. And I mean, really. It's perception. It's perception. But why do we all see trees? Like everyone here sees trees. Yes. Out this window. Yes. That's indisputable. <coughs> yes. <coughs> why not? There's a commonality. There's a commonality that has been agreed upon by mind, common mind, just to make it work. But if we all got in a bus and went somewhere completely new, Mm -hmm. we would still see, say there were trees and a lake there. We would all see trees and a lake. And we'd have no prior agreement. Okay, if you didn't know what they were, you wouldn't see them. If there was absolutely no recognition, concept, idea, image, or word for lake or trees, you would not see them. You wouldn't see them. Oh, okay, so like the experiment with the cat that's kept in a, in a cage with only horizontal bars. Once they saw vertical bars, were exposed to vertical bars, they would walk right into them. Is that what you're saying? Ah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know about that, but that's exactly it. Yes. That's exactly it. Perception is learned. We learn that objects exist. We learn that trees are trees, and so and so. So then we can see them. But you can't see them before something is. I don't know. The idea of tree must be in mind first. Well, I don't know because I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, being strolled in my stroller, I was looking at beautiful leaves and having no idea what it was. 
there was no prior agreement. There yes. were leaves there, but I saw them. Yes, now you can say they were leaves that you saw. But I didn't see nothing. But you don't know what you saw. No, I don't. You mean because people said, oh, look at this beautiful bush, look at this beautiful tree. That's when I started to see them. Something in perception was wired to include trees from what you had learned before you went out in your stroller. You, you, your mind was already being shaped to understand objects and to see things within a physical proximity. It's trained. The whole thing is a program. It's a software program. That's what separates. Pardon? And that's what separates? Yes, that's what makes separation possible. And in the separation comes the particular perception? Yes. Identification? Yes. Something separate from? Yes, because there's subject object. There's me and the tree. So for all of that to be running, yes. Now there's me and there's something wrong with it. Because mm -hmm. there is something wrong about it. It's not the truth. There is no separation. It's just perception. It's mm -hmm. erroneous perception. Pardon? Like me is also a perception. Yes, Violetta is a perception, yes. And it's funny because even if we asked five different people, what's your perception of Violetta? You'd have five different ideas. And your own would be number six. <laughs> yes. And yet we put all this effort into rebuilding the self-image and being okay in every day. And you have to constantly reinforce it because perception is unstable, totally unstable. So you're constantly making sure you're okay in your relationships every day and in, you know, how you do your job. It's always, you're constantly under threat, do you know? Because perception is moving, because it's erroneous. So it's under threat we know that? Yes, you know it's not real. Something knows it deep down, that this program is just a program. Yeah. So the breakdown of this is what satsang's about. What's true, what's not true, what's real, what's not real. And then spiritual practice is where we stop supporting what is not real. That's all spiritual practice is. And how... Silly question, but how did it all start? <laughs> <laughs> People always ask that one. I don't know why. <laughs> mind. Yeah. Yeah, mind. How or why? How? Is that what you said? Was it how? Yeah. Oh, why do you? <laughs> <laughs> Should have kept my mouth. <laughs> when animals exist, hmm? animals don't, well, they have mind. Mm. Yeah. We like to assume that they're not as conscious as us, but that's really highly questionable. <laughs> you find plenty that know exactly what the game is, you know. Are they in? <clears throat> they don't have the same kind of perceptions that we do. Do they see the we don't know? <laughs> Just before Randy, the, the 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 why and the how of it, if you really investigate that, you'll find out that this is a dream that it only happened in the same way that a nighttime dream happens. So if you really investigate a nighttime dream that you have, and you really say, well, who was that guy that crashed into my car in my dream? And if you start looking for him, you won't be able to find him. He was a dream. And it's like this. You start looking for the reason. Why did he crash into my car? It's like, but it was a dream. And it's just like that. If you look for the who's and the why's, science can do so much and they say Big Bang. But the reason for the Big Bang, it's like big question mark because they're assuming it's real. So when you go back that far, it shows itself to be totally a dream, totally imagined, all of it. 
the beginning of it, all of it, the end of it, is concept. Believed into a kind of a reality, what we call reality. It's created by mind. So, so was there a beginning? Uh, it's a dream. The beginning of a dream. And then, if you really investigate that, you'll see that there never was a dream. And that's really a bummer for mind. Ramana Maharshi, uh, I didn't get very far in his book, one of his books. Sure. But he said, the world exists when you open your eyes in the morning, or something like that. Yeah. And then it doesn't exist when you close your eyes. Did you speak up? Uh, Ramana Maharshi, a, a book I read, appears, I, I only got about a chapter into it, but he said, do the world exist when you open your eyes in the morning? And doesn't exist when you close your eyes at night. Something like that. Yes. Yes. But then, what does exist? What? This is the question. <laughs> what does exist? This is a pivotal question. Find out if anything really exists. Randy. I don't have any questions. Never do. I, uh, dried up quite a while ago. Um, I don't even I don't even care to figure this out either. There's for me it just doesn't feel like there's any never any need or to, 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 to remember it or to restate it, what, what you say or what any teacher says. Yeah. So on the ride home, if Bobby asks me any question about what was said, I have no idea. So, um, back in Boston, uh, when you were there, um, d during a break, um, we gazed at one another for, for, for quite a while. And at the end of the session, or the end of your visit, in that, the last meditation, um, this is just to remind you, um, we had another um, line gazing at one another. Um, so I'm just wondering if there's anything that you can see um, with me that might be helpful. That's the only question. Is there a sense, a sense of a personalized landing? A weak one. Does it appear as something exists, or something is there, or um, describe its, na its nature? If I go, <clears throat> if I look backwards, there is. seems like most often there isn't one. Okay. But at times there is one, and at times it can be strong. And, you know, I can see that. Okay. As deep as identification, or is it impersonal? Do you get lost in it? Do you get lost in, in Randy, the individual man? Or, or, or at, just at times. Okay. But most most of the of a day. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there is much going on as far as you know me myself or I. Okay. I'm just operating. Okay. Okay. So so somewhere along the line, there's some kind of a belief still there. Okay. 
At the start, it's, it's like hooks. There are things that make you feel you're an individual. Certain things. Certain things trigger it. Okay? And bring you in. After that, it's about uh, a sense of existing. When the hooks kind of are seen and that, that's kind of lost its potency. It's about a sense of existing. It's about the I am needing to be throttled. Which of these would be more appropriate for you? Is it hooks or is it, is it that there is something else existing? Okay. I see the hooks, you know, and I I can mentally tell myself that it, you know it's it's not me and it's not true and blah 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 but there's uh if I get hooked there's you know feelings and emotions that I can sense okay okay these things are passing through consciousness yes why are you making them yours Break that habit. That's the habit you're going after. Don't go after the hooks. Go after the habit. It's not exactly the hook. Not about the subject matter now. The subject matter of the hook, you see. It's not about mm -hmm. that. You know that. Yeah. It's this, this kind of subtle undercurrent layer. So the conclusion of having an emotion and a story and something arising, the conclusion is that it's creating an I. It's not. It's not. It's not creating an I. It appeared that way for a while. <clears throat> when there's large gaps of no I, there's never an I. There's never an I. It's just consciousness playing as if there is an I. That's what must be seen now. can be convincing, but, but, but there's a crack in it. There'll be a crack in it at this point. You'll be like, wow, that is consciousness playing as an eye through this form. Yeah, so what? So what? Yeah, it got very convincing there for half an hour. You know? But see it, see it, see it. Say it, okay, am I kidding myself? Is this a happening in consciousness or is there really a me that is created? Or is that just an idea that there was a me created? This is the piece. Was it just an idea that there was a me an idea that you've accepted as true, which, if, which is the whole point of a spiritual path, because that idea is not questioned. Now is the time to question that idea. That identification creates an I. Does it really? Does it really create an I? Or is that simply a happening in consciousness that you've taken to be real? The consciousness has taken to be real. doesn't create a you. All the identification of the world doesn't create a you. That must be seen now. Let the show be over, huh? Yeah, it's been over <clears throat> a couple times. Yeah. What is playing as consciousness has been attributed to being something else. It's just a misunderstanding there, that's all, just there, arising from bad habit. When that's cracked, let's see if there's a sense of something existing. But you gotta crack that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta find out if what I'm saying is real or BS. You've got to find that yourself. 
And then we'll see if there's a sense of something existing and if that's creating a blip or not. If it's believed to exist or if it's just appearing to exist. Same application, a little bit finer, but same application. If he forgets this bit, will you remind him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh-huh. um, so this is this is interesting. I think I had a crack during the meditation this morning, and I saw. I mean, I don't believe mine because mine's always telling me crazy stuff. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But I saw that if mind is creating all this craziness. Yeah. I saw it created me. Yes. That's more craziness. So there's nothing to worry about. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it just leaves this freedom. Yes. For nobody. It's like freedom itself. Can you feel yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Don't don't let the eye create the freedom. Or grab the freedom. I don't think it is. It's like yeah. really weird. It's like my vision. Good. Maybe it's what you were describing, where like, I can't seem to label. I try, and I can't get out there to label. It's <laughs> I'm here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mind has gone inward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it sounded, I don't know, you know the movie August Rush? Did you see that? It was no. cute. Anyway, in it, there's this kid, and everything is an orchestra. And this morning at breakfast, it was like all the sounds were just creating this <laughs> orchestra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then there's some I, I think, that wants to hold on to this or say, This is the thing. I don't want it to disappear because it's so. Yes, it makes it an experience. Yeah. It's making it an experience. Don't hold on to anything. Okay. The noticing of an orchestra, okay, don't get off on it, you know? It's like, yeah, fine, comes and goes. Stick to nothing. Okay. Nothing. Comes and goes, comes and goes. And even the labeling of that will stop. There's nothing happening, actually. No, I get it. It doesn't... It's so... It's so weird. Yeah, it's contrary to what all the conditioning says. And yet it's so much freer. When you talk about nothing, I always see... In the past, I've seen that as negative. Yeah. Mind does, because it doesn't want to stop the show. It has to paint a, 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 a negative picture of that which is beyond mind. It has to, because it's death for for mind. It's the most natural thing in the world. So of course it's got a (laughs) simplicity and beauty about it, of course. So, my mind wants to say, well, you still don't see that you're everything, so you haven't done it all. Don't mind that. Just ignore that. You can easily jump. Okay, so just... Ignore yeah. everything, it just is doing its game. Yeah, because the oneness thing is only on your way to nothing, nothingness. Oh, okay. It's like mul- m- multiplication and then one without a second and then not even that. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. On nothing. Um. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, seeing that there is nothing, that there's no reference point, there's nothing to hold on to, there's, um, and the personal eye is desperately trying to go out and grab onto things like, okay, you know, it used to be, what am I going to do? And that's kind of fallen off. Now it's more focused on, oh, I'm living with my mother where I need to find it, you know, I need to get my own place. And that's, but there's no movement to do that because there's there's nothing and there's just and that seems really scary that I'm nothing and there's not there's nothing to hold on to mm. not there's nothing to hold on to mm. because it's all bullshit mm. 
and but who's the one who's scared of that? Is the is the yes. personal I really yes. desperately trying to recreate yes. itself? Yes. And when I do the that two to five seconds thing, Bobby had described. Um, yes. Just, just stop. Don't place attention anywhere. Just to me, that means attention stays at home. Yes. And just it's like. And it's perfect. Everything's fine. Yes. Because if it weren't fine, who's it not fine for? It's just the eye. Yes. One hook that pulls out is like the sense of financial responsibility and responsibility. It's been a big player. You know, I'm responsible for my mother. I'm responsible for all this financial stuff, you know. Legally, I'm responsible for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so there seems to be a lack of trust that it's all going to flow perfectly yeah. and it's all yeah. going to happen when and where it needs yeah. to. Yeah. There's still a belief that yeah. the character has to... You have to be, hold it together has, to pull it off? Yeah, the character has to be on, you know, on duty uh, to manage all that. Yeah, yeah. And even there's been these glimpses, like I was saying, how the flights get booked and, you know, yeah. things happen and mind isn't involved. And then sort of at the end of a project, it's like, oh, I'm doing that. Oh, that happened. Now that, oh. Um, I don't think there's a question here. I'm just needing to yeah. kind of... Yeah, yeah. So trust and fear, like, mm. trusting that it's all going to be fine and I can just... The eye can just check out, and it's all going to happen. And if it doesn't, so what? So what? Yeah, it doesn't, so what? So what? That's just desires running. Yeah. Desires for it to be a certain way. Yeah, for you to maintain the persona of who yeah. you thought you were. Yeah. The one who can cope and manage and take care of things. Yeah. So what? Because things really started breaking down when I got back from Costa Rica, like, just, you know, I just wanted to lie in bed and just, you know, like, have a cry or something, you know, yeah. and, and yet, because I was living with my mother, I had to sort of put the personality on every day, and it really felt like I was tamping down this, a progression that was trying to happen, or yeah. a, a, yeah. a falling down that was trying to fall down, wasn't allowed to fall down because the personality felt it needed to... Pull the show together. Yeah. yeah. And yet, okay, so, you know, mind thinks, oh, well, then you need to find your own place so that you can have your meltdown and let this happen. But then there's no movement to moving out, and there's no movement to, so that's not happening. So that's just not happening. Mm -hmm. That's not how it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen organically, right? Yes. If there are certain things that keep repeating, like, like, I need to have my own place, I need to have my own place, I need to have my own place. If it keeps repeating, then get your own place. If you can't drop something, then go ahead and do it. Well, even physical body is telling me it's not working there. With your mom? Yeah, energetically, it's just, it's not appropriate anymore. Okay. It was fine when I was going and coming from India, yeah. and it was great. Yeah. For that stage, sure. and it's just not it's just not smooth now energetically. Yeah, yeah. it's really um, it, all I can describe it as it, it's a tamping down sense yeah. of the unfolding and the letting go. Yeah. So I guess that's where I have a confusion. Do I need to go out and do anything? Or will it just happen, and, and suddenly I'll find myself, you know, signing a lease or something? Yes, if the part of the I that's remaining alive is the functioning that is needed to purchase a place, then it will stay alive. It's a catch-22 here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's the destiny of the body-mind to buy your own place before further meltdown, uh, hello, you know? <laughs> yeah. And not doing that is just mm. the pause button, right? Yes, the pause button. Yeah, it's feeling like the pause button. Okay. Yeah, so you either do something about it or drop the idea. 
But if the idea is still there and there's nothing to do about it, it's like Maldon. There's something else at play now. There's something else. You're just postponing something here. Something's just... It's fear and trust again. I wonder. It's fear and trust. Yeah. You know? There's something stuck in there. Something Stopping is. the movement towards yeah, it. something is. Yeah, because if everything is in place, everything's pointing towards it, but you're not moving it, it's like, okay, what are you scared of? <coughs> it's usually what are you scared of. Yeah. Having a nervous breakdown, um, not having financial responsibility for all this stuff that I'm supposed to be holding together. Yeah. Um, Does mind think that if you have your own place, then a meltdown is more likely, and therefore you, you, you lose Maybe. your capabilities? Maybe. I wonder if you yeah. strung it together. Yeah. Mm. Having my own place, then I'm isolated, then I go into a major depression, then uh. I can't get out of it. Uh. Yeah. So then I was thinking, well, so just get a roommate. I mean, just you know, yes. get your own place with a roommate. With a, with a two bed, yeah, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Like yeah. It's wise to set things up practically. Why not? Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a human life being lived, you know, and there's guidelines around that, you know, for a living. Mm -hmm. But the idea that the idea is stringing together of cause and effect, you can drop that. Yeah. You know? But have no fear about stepping forward, huh? If you need to make provision for something, make provision for it now. You know, the trust thing, part of why I think that's coming up is because I've dropped the gurus. Yes. And it used to just be an automatic with devotion ah. and trust. Okay. Surrender. Uh -huh. All those things that we're playing were just an automatic, okay, trust is no problem. Okay. Just, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of a cup out there for the eye, huh? Yeah. I see. Spiritual bypass. Spiritual bypass. Guru cup out there. Yeah, yeah guru cup out there. Yeah, was it was just easy to project all that onto him. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Pardon? I'm not following that for the guru thing. And why she doesn't have it for herself? <laughs> she had it. I'm missing that. So I would, um, when I had gurus, I would just surrender everything in my life to the guru and trust that because that was an avatar that was so powerful that everything would be taken care of. And I just, all I had to do was, you know, my spiritual practice and okay. be a good devotee and, and it was fine. So there was something not maturing there okay. because it was like a, a you know, yeah. a, a child relationship. Yeah. You know, projecting on it. Something needs to mature. Yeah. Something needs to mature, yeah. And do adult things, like buying your own place. Mm -hmm. spiritual bypass here because I could give some you know that it's consciousness consciousness being yeah. its thing. Sure. Um, but the intensity of of um, yeah, anger. Just uh, almost uh, without any um, particular object in mind. But that that's a when I saw you in Toronto last year, I remember I, I asked you about this feeling, with this energetic feeling, <coughs> and it's it's that same feeling, but now it's like, and I think then I mean I know then you said it was, and it was like a really aha, that's life, that's the energy of life. It's not don't label it. Kind of but it's back. It hasn't gone away in a way. But it's back now in this form of, I grab a label for it, which is rage. <coughs> and it really came out, um, comes out mostly when I'm feeling thwarted, confined. Um, not necessarily physically confined. Okay. Somehow, yeah. not getting through, yeah. not uh, I'm not understood, or 
that's you know, just one part. It doesn't mean that I'm physically yes. know, in an elevator. Yes. But um, mm. yeah, not getting through in some way. Um, you know, I could go back to birth experience or something. You know, I could give examples of how maybe this has happened and it's formed. And, but now I would like to just understand it. Not necessarily it has to go away. I want to understand it, that it must have something to say. Mm-hmm. And it's an enormous amount of energy. If I let that energy go, I mean, I could light up the room. Yeah, okay. If not <coughs> a planet. Sure, sure. <laughs> have you ever let that charge go? Uh, but it's not well received. Okay. I mean, it's it's uh, not well received at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, don't you know? Nice people don't do that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is the training. Shame. <laughs> yeah. So it's um. Okay, so let's look at the trigger of it. The being thwarted, confined, blocked, stuck in some way. What's wrong with that? Why does that become, I don't want to feel like this, and therefore I'm going to respond? Because it's a, it's a response to that. There's an emotional response to an interpretation of how life is happening for you. Um, What's wrong with that? Yeah, there's like, a desire for for well, you not to be thwarted in some way. So yeah, it's, it's not comfortable. It's painful. It's frustrating. So, um, so why, why react to any of these things? These are just experiences. Why are they labeled negative or that you don't want them or whatever is happening here? It's habit. I mean, that's how, how I've always seen it. Okay. <coughs> Paula sees that. Paula has this feeling, and that's the reaction. Okay. I guess you could say it's programming. You know, when, or, you know. Yes. It's, it's, you it's push a the button, and that's what happens. That right? goes into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when there's a clear cause and effect like that, the cause will always be my, a desire that's not being met. Mm-hmm. Well, a desire to be heard, or a desire. To yeah. have freedom, a desire to be, uh, yeah. you know, have things go the way you want them to. Exactly, in my way. Yeah, which yeah. is probably always right. That's how mind works. We yeah. always know what's best, you know. Yeah. So it's just desire. It's just desire. That's just desire. The root cause of this is desire. So, you know. And then we had that discussion about desire and attachment. And uh, so, the desire, I let the desire go. But there's, is there an attachment to the comfort? Sure. Be fine about frustration, being frustrated and being blocked and stuck. And having no, uh, being powerless. Let that experience come. Let that experience be had. It's just another thing that comes and goes. I think the sense of powerlessness is there. It is there. Yeah. It's just the flip side of having power. Why not know both? Certainly, I experience powerlessness, and be all right with it. If there's, if there is, an attraction towards having power, if there's a little bit of juice in power, you're going to kick when it's when there's powerlessness showing itself. The thing is equanimity, same same for both. Then there's no personal eye involved, reacting, wanting one and not the other. The push and pull goes, which is awful suffering. So the attachment would be to power, be to power. 
to feeling in your power, which is what personal development all, does all of, you know, that's the whole thing, you know? <laughs> Owning your own power, you know? And then it comes like, hey, give that up now. <laughs> Brought you this far. Now it's a problem. No interest in power and no interest in powerlessness. Interest. No pursuit of either. No glory or disdain for either. Equanimity. anger is fine. It's just a passing thing. It's not a problem. It's very useful. But rage? Well, it's, it's related to not having a desire satisfied. You'll find. So anger. Anger is the... He's a kick. Harmless. Nebulous. Body mind sort of expressing yeah. as it expresses. Absolutely. Normal emotion. Absolutely. Yeah, but rage has a has a has a potency. Because it makes you powerful to shoot the whole room. To set off a nuke, it's a little, there's a little bit of power in that. So you're reclaiming it on your terms. See, it's just the power coming out in another way. The pull towards power. So what's the juice of shooting everybody here? What's the, huh? Do you see the little bit of nice feeling that power gives you? This is what I'm after. moment of satisfaction if you shot all of us. Before the police come, you know, just when you're buzzing on it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the mind takes it, so that's crazy, I would have shoot the whole room, I mean, that's, but... Only <laughs> <laughs> some of us! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, let's bring logic out of it. Let's stay with the... But, but yeah, that moment, that moment of, okay, of just, just annihilating. Just blowing up the entire world. Okay. And everything's gone. Okay. And it's... Okay. So, freedom. Ah. Because of power or because the world is gone? Because the world is gone. But you'd be still there. What would you do then? Another desire would arise. Because it's <coughs> a glory. I'd probably create another world. <laughs> yes, you'd create another world. A better one. Because you know how to do it right. So that, that pause of total freedom when the world is blown up and the whole thing is over. What is over is the desire for power. 
The satisfaction comes from absence of desire. The only thing you desire is to be desireless. That's the only thing you actually desire, is to be without desire. Because without desire, there is that freedom. Freedom. Nothing can be taken, nothing can be given. Nothing can be touched by anything. Flow of the world. No. Choose to be, or I. The choice is made to be desired. Yes. You have. Mm. I, we mightn't be finished, but let's, because this is. I know you've been trying to convince yourself the same thing. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Because it reminds me of what I was talking about earlier, being. <coughs> Uh, talking about the volcano and, and, and the feeling, and, and, and the volcano seems to be some accumulation of, for me anyway, non-action, or not being frank, open, direct, simple, just myself. And, and so there's, there's that, and then it starts, it starts to become, and, yes. and wants to come out, and yes. you know, wants to explode. And, yes. And there's a build-up of anger, yes. there, uh, resentment. Uh, yes, of course. And really, at first, it seems like it's on, it's outside. Sure. And, and then I realize that it's me who's it's a, yes. taken away my own power. Yes. By that's right. Certain beliefs or that's right. And, but this wouldn't be the same. There's a little added thing in your scenario. Because your, your workplace is not supporting your growth right now. There's an added thing in there. If the environment, you see, it's just an extra thing in there. Sometimes the, the, the external environment is, is, a, is a key influencer. And it's like it's too much to deal with yourself. And to ignore the environment. It's, it's, it's gotten too far in. You can't do both at the same time. We've got to start out one and then start out the other. It's too influential, do you see? It's not simply, because you, you've got what Paul is talking about, but you've got this other layer that's after penetrating and making it muddy. Yeah. yeah. You see? So if you take that out and then, okay, right now. Put yourself in a work situation that's kind of not as sticky, supportive. And at a certain time, it's like you need a group to meditate at a certain time. But, you know, you need to move to a place that's not so whatever. Yes. Yes. Every now and then, yeah, you, you need an environment that can support you. Right. Every now and then you do. That allows the free expression. That's right. Being. That's right. And then that dependency stops. And, and mind is so inward that it doesn't matter what the outside what the outside is like. It doesn't matter what the outside is like. Then fine, you can be anywhere. You can work in any situation. But, but right now, for you, we have to get the outside supportive. To establish the inside, and you can be anywhere. Question. Yes. Isn't there a, like a bottling up also in, in Paul's case? Yes. A bottling up of something? Yes, there is a course. Whatever action mind is doing <clears throat> yes. to prevent or to create, yes. or to prevent the expression, or to, prevent, to create the bottling up. Yes. Would that be helpful to, to look at, as to what creates the bottling up, the caging, the, yes. and then feel the cage, you, you know, really like you want to get out? Yes, and it's, it, I, I said it to you a few days ago, but I think it just went by. Okay. I think it's about being Mr. Nice Guy. boss, your woman, with, with your colleague. You're being very nice. And now you've kind of got that cage around you. It's 
So to get rid of Mr. Nice Guy and be open and spontaneous in that environment, it's, it, it, you'd be watching your back too much. You, you, yeah, yeah it's, it, would, it would just, no. There's an easier way to do this. So when you leave the job, leave Mr. Nice Guy there. <laughs> I just want to double check because this just feels completely not, not completely done. Where are you at? Are you okay? Um, well, what you were speaking to here, it was, um, you know, it's totally, I don't know, it's totally different, but. I mean, you didn't say to me, be this nice guy. That doesn't sound right. No, it's, it's a different scenario for you. Yeah. Every path is different. I have to chew on the Yes. 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 Mine takes that and says, you know, like, you know, desire vanilla ice cream or, you know, making it very mundane, mundane. Mm -hmm. The day is made up of mundane things, you know, that's there too. Get distance from desires. Because if there's a desire for whatever, just raspberries, there's a, a desire, it's like, ah, I hear you. Let's see now if there'll be a movement to satisfy it or not. You might go to the fridge, you might not. And just watch and see what it is rather than, oh, I, I want that and going for it. So when I'm not understood right away, or you know, 95 emails come asking the same question. Mm. Giving up the desire to be understood and also to have some. And here comes that don't be bothered with it. You know, don't bother me. It's, it's all yes. like this, this yes. ball of twine. Okay, you know? very good. Yeah. All okay. kind of together. Yeah. So this little cluster of. Don't bother me, and you don't understand, or don't what you, 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 you know. <laughs> Are you kind of cross, like? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <coughs> no patience. Yeah. Yeah. on this ball. Yeah. I think one string will do it, but I don't know which one to go for. Yeah. You know, like it has little hairs. Sure. Do you use homeopathy much? No. Okay. Well, there's a remedy that's really good for when you're cross. It's really good. Apis. It's a, the bee sting one. Yeah. I know. You come by it, you come by it. But it's really useful when you're cross. It just like, whew, gets rid of that inflammation. It's like an inflammation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like something is just tired and a bit sick of it all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every moment is fresh, you know. And it's like there's this... Santa Claus size bag tied onto you that you're dragging along, which is making you like, ah, come on, wouldn't you hear? And I said to you before, but I died this done already. And, oh, you know, making you cross. But it's like every moment is actually fresh. But, but 
overuse of memory will make you cross. There's a few things there. Draw in one ball, as you say. Mm-hmm. A little. The uh, Grinch. Hmm? The Grinch. What? The Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss book at the Grinch. The Grinch. Oh, Grinch who stole Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen in Ireland, I guess. Yeah, but it's not my... my uh, It's like I don't know what to do with it. It's there. Yes. So what do I do now with it? Yes. It's come up. Yes. And I was sort of doing spiritual bypass work on it. Sure. Saying, oh, well, this is just the body-mind doing its thing, and, uh, you know, but it keeps popping up. It keeps throwing uh, its little ball size. Okay, do you ever, did you ever go into the heart with it? Just open your heart. And let softness come. Let nurturing be there for yourself. Just nurturing itself, not not even to yourself, just nurturing. Just let a softness arise. How would you know yourself? You weren't cross, or you weren't angry, or whatever. Mm-hmm. How would you know yourself? Mm-hmm. It would be okay to not know yourself. Let yourself become invisible. like something is tired, it's had enough, it kind of wants to pull back, but yet it wants to be heard and things to work out. And it's like, you know, hold on, which, which one are we going to give in to? Either jumping right in there or, or pulling back? And of course, I'm going to say pull back, huh? Let it get softer, let it get softer. Something is trying to go inward and something is trying to stay effective and, and they're juxtaposed a bit. Yeah. It's less tight. Less more space and the sense here. Yes. And I don't feel I actually don't feel it anymore. Yes. Yes. taking from this is the mm. sense of desirelessness, fading back or dropping back. Um, expansion. Because this fading back feels <coughs> fading fading out, fading back feels expansive. Okay doesn't disappear. Yes. It becomes fuller almost. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Words don't... Anyway. Yeah. It gets softer, huh? Mm. 
Yes, of course. Yeah. Mm. Alarm, alarm. Alarm, of course, of course. Yes. It's fine. If it ring away, don't bother turning it off. See how it cooks. Thank you. Mm. Cup of tea? Mm. Okay. <laughs>